Welcome back. Episode 4 of Push 511 Radio. Today we are joined by another coach at Push 511. Um, former Army Ranger, former paratrooper, current Push 511 endurance coach, um, Coach Joe Caraccio. How you doing, man? Oh, yeah, th- thanks, Jared. Thanks. It's good to be here. It's good to be here. Um, really quickly, I know I don't my, my paperwork for my agent didn't get faxed through, but this is part of the stipulation for me being here. So uh, this, this hour with Coach Joe is brought to you by Fruit by the Foot, uh, three feet of fun. Go ahead and pick up your Fruit by the Foot at your local grocery store and have three feet of fun. Uh, yeah, no, good to be here. Good to be here with you, Joe. Um, I'm going to assume that that's going to cross all the legal check marks. I'll forward that to our lawyers there's to, a, to make a, sure that... There's a few more that I have. My sponsors just need to make sure they're mentioned throughout. It'll be I, fine, though. I, I, can, I can sprinkle it in. I completely understand. I don't need to be prompted. Um, I will try to get as much out of this podcast for everyone as possible, as, as you can kind of tell how this has already started. Um, this is not going to be easy. But for the sake of trying, um, let's dive right in. I'm afraid to even ask this question. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, you know, just a quick backstory of who you are, what brought you here, and just a little bit about who you are. That's a that's a really good question. Uh, it's a very broad question. Um, what what specifically do you want to know about me? Um, well, let's let's go back. Let's start way back because I've heard some stories about your poor mother and stuff she had to deal with as you as a child and how much you tortured her. So, real quick, tell me what you were like as a kid. That's one woman's opinion, by the way. <laughs> tell me what you were like as a kid. Is it a pretty much a, just a smaller, beardless version of now? or? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, that kind of depends on your definition of, of child or kid. Um, some might say, I haven't quite evolved yet to man, maybe man-boy or boy-man, uh, bearded boy-man. Um, I'm trying my best, which is, I think, a lot, uh, you know, as much as we all can do. Um, as a child, I'd say, this might be surprising to you, probably uh, pretty high energy. Uh, <laughs> spent a lot of time in timeout. Uh, a lot of time sitting outside the classroom. Um, grounded a heck of a lot. A yeah, heck of a lot. I believe that. Yeah, grounded a whole lot. Um, so it sounds like, and I'm sure we'll get to this point, that your experience at West Point mimicked a lot of your experience as a child. Oh, uh, yes, a lot of time and time out. I was grounded a lot <laughs> yes. at West Point as well. Yeah, um, I, I had less fun though at, at that stage of my life. Less I would say, a lot less fun. They Did were you... more serious than my mom and dad were. I think. I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> did uh, even though both of your parents both did go to West Point, correct? They did. Yes, yeah. they did. Um, dad graduated. Mom, mom went there for two years before transferring over to my other alma mater, uh, University of Maryland. So yeah, they uh, they both attended. Did you play any sports when you were a kid? I did. Um, I did play sports. I played a whole slew of sports. I think I pretty much dabbled in just about everything: uh, baseball, basketball, football, soccer. As a as a little kid. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely come from a generally athletic background. Where always uh, involved in team sports. I didn't like track. I went to track practice once. Strange for the current endurance coach. Yeah, it wasn't for me. <laughs> it was not. There's like you don't talk to anyone. How are you supposed to practice like that? I had nothing to do. Um, my mom 
sent me to ice skating lessons once, but uh, she sent me with my brother and sister, and I was like, I'm the oldest, and I was like the oldest kid in class by like, my brother was the next oldest, yeah, and he's three years younger than me, and then like the next oldest was like my sister. And I was so afraid that, like, kids from school would see me there that I would, like, skate onto the ice. And as soon as I saw my mom leave, I would skate off the ice and hide until she came back. And somehow the ice skating teachers... Like, Allowed this. Yeah, they didn't, like... They didn't hold me... Now as a father, I'm looking back, I'm like, there was a child unaccounted for at every ice skating. <laughs> However, was. knowing you now and assuming what I would have imagined what you were like then... Very the te- Teacher... Pro- no... Teacher probably had the same idea and said, class is better off with him just over thinking he's hiding behind the board. He thinks he's smooth. He thinks he's so smooth. Right over there. Yeah. He's He's playing NBA jams on the arcade (laughs) game. Yeah. I know where he is. Okay. That's a fair point. Fair point. Very, very much so. Okay. So, um, you torture your poor parents. You think you're hiding from the ice skating instructor as you're growing up yes. graduate high school do you go straight into West Point from there or did you take any time off or I, I did I went straight to West Point after graduation uh, I like to point out that I went straight there my brother needed a little extra schooling <laughs> before he went there so Jeff if you're out there on the on the webs listening to the push 511 podcast just remember I got right in <laughs> And <laughs> your, um, how, what was your experience like there? I mean, uh, I, I'd imagine that physical fitness and, and, and was a big part of what was going on there. So was that a little different than anything you had experienced prior to that? And yeah, uh, you know, honestly it was, um, it was on par with like past experiences. Like I said, I, I grew up pretty active, so it wasn't like a culture shock as, in terms of, um, you know, being fit or, you know. Um, what kind of things I had to pass. Um, a lot of fun challenges, you know, one of my favorite things to look back on is like the indoor obstacle course. I think I talked to you about that before. Yeah. Like a, a really cool little test that still to this day I think of is like the worst three minute. It's like Fran on, on steroids for me, right? It's like you get that Fran long times five because the gym definitely had asbestos everywhere <laughs> that they made you run it in. Um, so a lot of great challenges. I played intramural sports throughout my time there. I was, was not a good enough athlete to continue my athletics um, into any of their D1 programs. So uh, yeah, did, did some intramurals. So stayed, stayed fit that way. And then obviously, you know, I had to meet all the, the military requirements as well. So um, yeah, definitely definitely a lot of fun to kind of continue that that journey and it kept me disciplined I think for that's, the most part that's good and you mentioned playing a little mural sports and we're gonna circle back on that later with good. some of your current ventures yes. that I'm sure you really love to talk about the PK really Sandies. excited to talk about but before we get before we get there um, so when you left West Point um, probably in pretty good shape actually honestly um, not in the best shape yeah yeah uh, I did not I was not focused as a cadet, yeah. um, so my physical fitness actually went, for the most part, down. I, good enough to meet the requirements, sure. right? Like not not great, but I would venture to say, from the ages of 18 to how old I am now, 33 years old, I believe. Last I checked, uh, I think when I graduated West Point, I was probably at the low end of my physical fitness within the, the that entire span of time. Yeah, yeah. So g- coming into the army. Um, kind of I deployed so I did like whatever extra training we had to do and then deployed right away um and that was kind of a um 
a wake-up call for me, not in terms of like somebody telling me to do so, I just like, I wanted to be that disciplined and physically fit person. Um, so like right away, I kind of hopped back on the like, being super disciplined about exercise and um, diet and all that sort of stuff. So I think actually, I probably was up to like 190, 195 weight-wise. Um, and how tall are you? 5'9". Uh, yeah. Yeah, so pretty big, and it wasn't good weight. It wasn't a good 190. Right. No, it wasn't it was like not, a CrossFit Games athlete 190. Correct, yeah, it wasn't no. a Matt Frazier 190. It was <laughs> yeah. like a fluffy marshmallow man 190. Oh. Yeah, it was a cute, cute little yeah. fluffy guy. Good yeah. hugger. Yeah, good. great hugger, great personality. Great personality. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so um, right away, um, you know, kind of, wanted to get right back into shape and definitely like snapped back in um you know I, I ended my first deployment at like a lean like right under 170 I think and it was it was um it was good and I pretty much kind of stayed very consistent um since then so yeah that that's kind of where everything kind of took off I'd say that's good so you graduate West Point you spend a few years having some nice camping outings under the stars in some different parts of the world sure. uh, <laughs> we'll call it that um, and then you get out of the military yes at what point did you find CrossFit was this while you were in service I or? Did. so um, I found CrossFit um, it, it's a funny thing like I remember I remember CrossFit in college actually at West Point like the website was up at that point mm -hmm. so like people were like check this out they post workouts yep. and like you do them and I was like this seems stupid <laughs> uh, you know and uh, I you know I, I knew a little bit about it every once in a while I'd run into a uh, CrossFit workout like in the army they'd say like hey let's do Murph yep. or half Murph today or something and, you know um, you kind of do that but I got into CrossFit when I decided to get out of the military, I wanted to have something that I knew would keep me disciplined with fitness. Um, didn't have any idea it would turn into the journey that it has, sure. but uh, but definitely, you know, uh, walked into a gym first day, knew a little bit about it, was excited, um, and I probably had done it for you know the last six to nine months that I was in the army before transitioning out, and just kind of kept going yep. with it since then. So really, really cool. Um, definitely has kept me kept a lot of the like good feelings I had about the military um, going forward, you know, into my, I guess, civilian career, illustrious <laughs> civilian career. I, yeah, I mean, one of the things I've heard from um, people who have served is once you get out of the military, it's difficult to find that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but that, that community and that bond because you spend so much time so close to other people that when you get out, that it's just tough to find that did you find some of that here it's a hundred percent correct yeah. i found it at the, the gym that i was in in um in north carolina while yep. i was still down there found it here um the crossfit community is just like that in general um again like you, you there's something to be uh something to be said for like shared suffering and crossfit is for it, sure it is it is one hour every day of shared suffering with yeah. uh with all your best fitness friends so um it brings people close together you know, you have something that you can relate to people with, like, directly. You yeah. get those endorphins running, you feel good. Um, so, yeah, definitely, like, a direct link to, you know, how I'd feel starting my morning at, like, PT yep. in the morning in the, in the Army. So, um, yeah, still still stays the, the same there, which is really important for me. That's good. That's very good. Now, you're in pretty good shape now. And I've mm. seen you. Mm. I've seen, and, it, not... and it pains me to say that. Mm. But I've, I've seen you over the last couple of years... Um, tell me ab about what hurdles you've overcome since starting CrossFit, since coming to Push 5.11, because I I've seen you 
go through some changes where you're you physically have changed and gotten yourself into pretty decent shape. Mm, much, um, much as the caterpillar becomes the beautiful <laughs> butterfly. So, <laughs> much as one would become a butterfly. What type of hurdles um, have you faced kind of along the way? And, and if there was something you wish you knew then that you knew now, kind of what would that be? Along, some along those lines. Yeah, um, boy, that's a, that's a really great question. I, I Honestly, as far as hurdles with CrossFit goes, I mean, I think, like, imagine, if you will, a hurdles event on a track and an athlete running and just hitting all of them. Every single one. Every hurdle. And Straight just tripping through. and just keep going. That is my, that's my CrossFit career <laughs> in a nutshell. Um, I mean, I had the same issues that anybody has walking into a CrossFit gym for their first time, especially people that tend to think that they're relatively physically fit. Um, couldn't, you know, didn't know how to get upside down uh, to do a handstand hold. Um, didn't know how to kip a pull-up. Didn't know how to hold the barbell to do a snatch literally could not snatch grip get a barbell over my head so you know I, I really had to build the foundations of movement patterns like from the ground up um, it came relatively natural I, I would say I, I again I did have like a long um, you know amount of time under my belt just being generally fit sure. um, a pretty good powerlifting background sure. I had lifted consistently in the army on top of all of like the regular PT we do yep. running push-ups pull-ups sit up you know so it, there was a good background there but definitely just basically forgetting everything I knew um, eating a nice slice of humble pie and uh, you know not being afraid to put myself out there and, and to answer your second question I think that's the that's the biggest thing that I would you know and I kind of had it in the back of my mind but if I could go back just to just to be patient um, and to accept the things I can't do and um, know that it's a process to learn them and uh, you know maybe not break a hand uh, punching a wall or anything when you can't figure out double unders or muscle ups um, those those type of things I'd like to kind of go back and, and tell myself to calm down a little bit yeah no and I, I agree with you a lot there I think a lot of people when they first come in here and I, I kind of talked about this last week with Karen it, it's it's really difficult to imagine when you see people moving and moving so well you, you don't understand the amount of time that went into getting to the point of moving that well um, and, and I have heard a really similar sentiment from a lot of people is what do you wish you knew then that you know now and every single person had some sort of that same story slow down listen to your coaches don't think you know more than you do that 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 humility would have gone a very very long way um, and perhaps would get people closer to where they want to go quicker than trying to just run through a brick wall right. and break your hand running right. through it I, I remember the first time I saw someone do an overhead squat by the way I was in a I was in a gym um, in Iraq and I saw what I would describe as like a scary looking human. <laughs> Uh, doing an overhead squat, and I, I like, I think I pointed, point, I was like with my friend, I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen, <laughs> and now it's like my favorite. So it's, it's just funny where life kind of takes you sometimes. It, it really is, and I, I remember the first time I saw someone do a, a pistol. That's a one-legged squat oh. for people that are, aren't aren't in, inducted, haven't haven't drank the Kool Aid. Um, and I remember calling that wizardry. I didn't understand one how you would do it, and two, if you have two perfectly good legs. Why would you? Why would you do a squat with one leg when you have two perfectly good ones? If you do, black magic, um, it is, com it is complete wizardry, devil, um, devil, devilry, and then what's devilry? <laughs> <laughs> then I have I have figured out that movement. Now there are other things. The press to handstand, in my opinion, 
What even is that? It, the most difficult thing that you could possibly it do. Make no sense. It doesn't make no sense <laughs> at all. So <laughs> those type of things, um, you, you see them do it. it. It's you don't see the years of work that goes into it, and the easiest way to get to that point is to just start today, and then just keep showing up. If you can just show up and be consistent with something, you will be surprised how quick the time will go by and how fast you can look back and think, wow, I've come very far in a very short amount of time. Right, right. I agree completely. Um, On a scale of 1 to 10, Mm. how weird are you? Uh, Before I answer this question, this next uh, 10 minutes of questions will be brought to you by Gushers. Gushers, taste the blast. Go pick up your pack of Gushers at your local food store and taste the blast. Uh, sorry, you said how weird am I? How weird are you on a scale of one to ten? Oh man, I I think the error that you have in asking that question is <laughs> assuming a linear scale of of weirdness. I think mine is more on like an exponential or even like a three dimensional scale. Like it 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 bursts out of the side, if you will. Very. I have I have a lot of issues, Jared. So very. Yeah, pretty pretty weird. Very. There's not th- those numbers don't. There's nothing on that that scale that can accurately describe me in that manner. What is something that you are not good at? Oh, it doesn't have to be CrossFit related. What is mm. something you're not good at? Man, we have to keep this to about thirty minutes. You said right. Yeah. So pick one. I I don't know that I can. I am not good at much. There's not, there's nothing, when I wake up in the morning, that might be the only thing that I, like, feel reasonably assured that I'm good at. Like, Waking up in the morning? Yeah, like, just, like, kind of, like, opening my eyes and being like, oh, another one. You and know? and then from there on out, is it basically just kind of stum- like, stumbling it, through those hurdles again Imagine every, becoming all day? self-aware for the first time, except, like, it happens to you every day. That's, like, my life. I'm just stumbling, I'm stumbling into things. So, speaking of self-aware. Yes. And... CrossFit and kind of bringing all that together, okay. you are a new father. I am. You are. So you have a small child who is constantly becoming a little bit more self-aware every day. Big fan of mine, too. Huge fan of yours. Big fan of mine, she Wait is. till she learns. Oh, However, yeah. what, um, how would you say having a kid has affected for the good, for the bad, or, or just in any way affected your your fitness life and your CrossFit journey in here? Has it changed the way you look at it? Like what how is that? That's a really that's a really good question. Um, I think it's kind of like more than anything hammers home some of the reasons why I wanted to stay in shape in the first place. You want to be able to do whatever it takes to be there for your kid. You want to be active with you know kids have a lot of energy. Uh, mine just sits there right now. She doesn't do <laughs> much. Um, Good but, thousand yards there. But stare. I googled children the other day, like which actually sounds bad. Like if we can do an edit, um, sure, I, we'll take that out. Yeah, post. <laughs> in post. Yeah, well, yeah. I'll let my agent know that I, <laughs> that I made a goof. Um, no, but yeah, they they have a lot of energy. You want to be able to keep up. You want to stay on top of um, everything that they have going on, especially when they start moving. And then you you kind of think about um, your own. You know, you start to look at your own life and uh, the journey of life that you go on. And I think like, you know, towards the end of your life, you want to have that independence where, um, you know, you're not relying on that child that you now have to, to kind of like do stuff for you. So, you know, every day that I think that I'm in the gym and I'm doing something good for myself here, um, it buys me 
another couple days of independence towards the the tail end of my life where I'm yeah, you know, I'm not like asking my daughter to change me. But I've changed her a whole lot. <laughs> so and if you're listening one day, <laughs> you owe me and I'll tell you what, it's not always pretty. <laughs> um and you kinda and you have been blessed to have a healthy young girl and she's adorable and everything right. perfect that she right. could be. Right. And your wife, Lauren, she also worked out and did CrossFit through a good amount of her pregnancy as well. Up until the last two weeks, yeah. I'd say, right? Like, it, it, until it got to the point where she was about to explore, like, she was like, I can't, I'm, I'm very uncomfortable. I can't do anything. Yeah, she was great. Um, bounced back really, really quickly yeah. afterwards. Um, so, yeah, that it definitely was a huge factor in, uh, I think, just feeling healthy quicker after the whole thing. You know, I'm not... I consider myself pretty much a doctor, but uh, there's no documentation to say that. So I, I don't know how those things work, but um, you know, I, I kind of believe in the the fitness magic there, and um, you know, I think I think she was kind of able to get back to being in good shape and all that r- really quickly because of what she put in on the front end. Yeah, I agree, and she was awesome when she was in here um, because she would. Work with coaches, find ways to do every single workout and just tailor it to what worked well for her um, and modify intensity, modify movements. And I think and I hope that that stigma that has been around for a while that exercising while pregnant. And I know you and I are the last people to actually be digging and talking on this. And that'll be a, <laughs> Let me another tell you. episode. <laughs> Let me but tell I, you I, am, I, I love seeing and, and hoping that that stigma is kind of starting to, to change a little bit, that you can work out um, and and everything will go perfectly fine. Right. I mean, yeah. listen, you know, listen to your doctors. Every pregnancy Correct. is different, all 100%. that sort of stuff. Yep. Uh, but, you know, yeah, for the – we were lucky. We had a doctor that was like, work out until she great. comes out. You know, great. And we're like, yeah, cool. We like that. Yeah, and earlier you mentioned about changing diapers. Um, you kind of touched on one of one of the reasons, and I have a f- few that that I really, really enjoy coming in here every day. And the the selfish thing for me of why I work out, one of the reasons is I do not want to be dependent on anyone when those times come. I want to be able to wipe my own ass mm. when I'm a hundred years old and not have to to worry about having someone else do that for me. Do the old, uh, old Bart, old Bart, just go out with the bang, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to go out with a long whimper, you want to go out with the bang. Bart is a member here, and if you are curious about, uh, what that is, I'm sure he is a really talkative he'll tell guy, you. he'll, he'll tell be, you ha- all about he'll be happy to pull you aside <laughs> and chat about it. Um, before we look to wrap this up here, uh, in a little bit, um, what advice would you give to someone who is thinking about joining a CrossFit gym or, or, or in the area, no matter where they are, what, what advice would you give to them um, about just getting the courage to come in? Uh, just two things. I think it's it, everything kind of boils down um, with CrossFit for me to two things. Have, have an open mind. Um, you know, don't, don't be afraid to be vulnerable and put yourself out there. Um, I think that the reward that you get out of that, that vulnerability and, um, you know, being afraid, not being afraid to look, look a little silly at first, um, is, is really, really cool. And, you know, you'll feel good about yourself at the end of the day and two, just, just have fun, go into it, um, looking to enjoy yourself, um, get a little sweaty, meet some people, all that sort of stuff. So yeah, just, just, um, open mind and and have fun. Last semi-serious question Mm. before we... 
allow your your personality to come through. Oh no. Um, why are you a coach at Push? Why am I a coach at Push? That is a, that is a really, really good question. I, um, like I said, you know, your CrossFit journey kind of goes in ways that you don't really expect. I, I kind of, at first thought I was joining CrossFit just to stay in shape, um, found that I really enjoyed that community aspect of it. Um, and then when I got my L1, it was more just thinking of like a developmental type thing for myself. Um, maybe thinking about coaching a little bit at that point but uh, boy I think from the minute I started coaching I really um, kind of fell in love with the connection you get um, I enjoy running through a class um, getting people to improve and you know kind of affecting people's lives in a positive way so um, yeah just basically that um, you know that connection you have with people and, and getting to help people um, a lot of people say that you know the hour they spend at the gym is the best hour of the day, and yep. if I get to be part of your best hour of the day um, a couple times a week, I think that's something that's pretty special. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. And speaking of coaching, um, you have gone through one of our coaching programs here. You went through a nutrition program we had here, one of the nutrition challenges. Yes. Um, and shout out was, nutrition, nutrition is Karen. <laughs> nutrition is Karen. Um, and you and your teammate Allie uh, were, were the winners, I believe. Is that correct? Correct. Correct. So would you say that nutrition is important despite all the sponsorships that you, have, fruit by the that you yeah. have acquired along the way? I, I, you know, I have acquired some interesting sponsors. Uh, interesting for I was, sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would say nutrition is, is abso- absolutely, um, it's, it's kind of like the, the deal breaker, right? Like yep. if you... If you come in here and you work out four or five times a week, you will get in better shape than you were. Correct. You absolutely will. I think when you're looking to take things to the next level and really make any sort of leap, um, both in terms of how you look and feel and move, um, the nutrition really has to be dialed in as well. Um, and that's and honestly, that's the hard part. I think. Yeah. I think getting to the gym for most folks is. Okay, that's I can. Fun part. I can do that. Yeah, yeah. that's the fun part. Um, and then it's the the other twenty three hours of the day that you're like mm, nachos, mm, beer. <laughs> like that's my mind all the time, all the time, Jared. Nachos, you know, like there you can get them anytime you want. I'm an adult. Um, so yeah, that's that's the hard part. I agree completely. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna finish up here with a few um, few speed interview questions. Great. Um, but before we get into the fast questions, I would like you to rank your top four or five Rangers. Oh, well, this was actually one of, uh, kind of one of my, my things that you were going to ask that I think it was like about the, something nobody agrees me with. Not. So Rangers <laughs> out there, uh, off the top of my, Ranger Joe, Joey Gladstone, uh, great park Ranger. Fantastic. Funniest guy I know. One of the best. Ranger Joe. Um, who else? Other good rangers, Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger, Space Ranger, Space Ranger, great ranger yes. there. Um, the Power Rangers. I'm gonna pick one. I think I was a Red Ranger guy. He was cool. Same. Which one was the one that committed crimes, though? I don't know. Oh, um, one of them got arrested for something. And uh, one of them died. I think a couple of them died. Yellow Ranger, original Yellow Ranger, mm-hmm. tragically died That's in a car shame. accident. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tommy, Green Ranger and White Ranger, um, turned into an M- pro MMA fighter. 
Good for him. So don't le- like that one though. But yeah, he's a Red Ranger guy. Red Ranger, Jason. Yeah, yeah. fire firefighter just outside of DC, I believe. Uh, so really? so still doing the good thing good. in red. I'm glad I made that choice. Correct. Though. So that was a good call. A Ranger. Um, there's so many other. Ra- uh, I would say uh, Aragorn. Uh, <laughs> Lord of the Rings, he was a ranger. He, oh, he yeah, was a hung ranger. Hung out in the wild. That is I a like very that. good one. Yeah. Uh, what about, where would you rank Joe Caraccio, Army Ranger? Oh, very, towards the bottom. Very far down. Yeah, very far down. <laughs> very, far very far down. down. Sleepy Ranger. That was probably my, like, if I was a seven dwarf, I'd be sleepy. So, um, feel free guys to add to the list of top rangers. Joe is always on the lookout for I, rangers. I have a long list somewhere. I wish I would have known about that question in advance. I New York I, rangers? No, not a fan. Texas rangers. Uh, Walker, Texas rangers. Walker, Texas. There's, there's one. one. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> All right. Speed questions. Speed questions. First Ooh. thing that comes to mind. First one's a bit of a gimme for you. Okay. And if you get this one wrong, you'll probably be in trouble when you get home. Best thing happened to you so far this year? Baby. <laughs> Favorite season? Oh, summer. Summer all the time. Summer of Joe? That was the best summer, but all summers are, are good summers. Favorite holiday? Uh, Fourth of July. Favorite curse word? Uh, ooh, <laughs> I, can't, I can't say it. You, uh, it's the C word, but it has to be said. It has to be said with like a Scottish accent, like the Hound in Lord of the Rings. You can't say it. You can't say it how I would say it, or else you just sound really bad. Correct. It was Karen's least favorite word. Correct. So I if you want to, if you want to re- go back, yeah. you can find out, and then I then think go. she might agree with me that if like if the Hound says it or like Arya Stark says it with like a, a British accent, and the fact that you're you're quoting Lord or uh, Thrones, yeah. will also get you <laughs> bonus points. Get you bonus yeah. points with Karen. <laughs> correct. Um, least favorite word. Ah, uh, least favorite word. Um, oh, I don't know. What's a bad What's a word? A lot uh, of people don't like moist. That doesn't bother me. Yeah, it it makes me giggle a little bit. <laughs> Mostly because people don't like it. Uh, oh, let me get back to that one. Okay, we'll yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll we'll circle back. Oh, Fav- uh, uh, oh. get back to work. Uh, that's uh, that's if we least can, favorite sentence. Yeah, if you say it really yeah. fast, it could be one word. Favorite dessert. Uh, oh, all of them. Um, right now, chocolate ice cream. Favorite color. Uh. Man, you ask questions that are so hard because I think variety is the spice of life. I'm know? with you, man. Yeah, but I'm asking you to take a stand. I'm gonna go green. Least favorite color? Um, wow, I like them all. They're literally every everything in the rainbow. Um, I'm trying to think in terms of like clothing that I would wear. Yellow, maybe. Okay. I would never wear a yellow article of clothing. Okay. Yeah. I think you have a yellow tank, though. No. It's not yellow. I, the, I only have a few tanks it's right It's a burgundy now. tank with some yellow in it. Uh, that's a Florida State that's uh, it, burgundy yeah, yeah. and gold. Yeah. Well, it's that. very small. Underwater or outer space? Oh, God. Space. I hate underwater. Favorite board game? Ooh. Uh, at what age? Now. Damn it. Seven. I, I don't have patience. Seven. Um, I'm going to say Risk. I think I played Risk with friends a lot. It's an interesting yeah, that's one. That's a good one. That is a good one. Uh, I always like, say, I'm moving to Kamkatska! Like, I don't even know what those... They're not even real countries. <laughs> oh, but I've turned the audio down on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite superhero? Oh, man, when I was a kid, I'm going to... So it's kind of lame now. I'm gonna go Wolverine. I liked him so much. When Not I was lame. Kid. You don't think so? Not lame at all. So good. Favorite book? Plus Hugh Jackman, Dreamboat. Yeah. <laughs> you ever uh, seen that guy sing and dance? Oh, the best. The best. 
He's, all five tools. Hugh Jackman is everything I am not. <laughs> like, handsome. Uh, oh, we know. Yeah, fit, um, sings, dances. All that. Parents love, like, parents would be like, oh, Hugh, my daughter brought home Hugh Jackman. Like, I've, I've hit the jackpot. Shoulders slump when you bring home Joe Caraggio. It's like, ah. <laughs> oh. Favorite book? Oh, man. I might go... There's a lot of good books out there, Jared. Pick one. You ask me so many hard questions. Book you're currently reading. Oh, none. I don't, I'm not currently uh, into a book. Sweet or busy. salty? <laughs> can, can I answer the book question? I'm going to go Hemingway. I'm a big Hemingway guy. Really? I don't know about classic literature. Yeah. Yeah, I like Hemingway. You and Sir Charles. We... Well, he reads it in Portuguese. Portuguese. Yeah. Correct, yes. <laughs> um, sweet or salty? Sweet uh, or salty? Uh, salty. How long have you done CrossFit? I have done it... It's funny. I have trouble remembering the year, but... No, I know. It was the year that um, I got my first six string. I bought it at the five and dime. Played it till my fingers bled. It was the summer of '69. Historical person you'd like. <laughs> historical person you'd like to have coffee with. Oh man, historical person. Yeah, they can be alive or dead. Can be anyone. Yeah, Chris Farley. Oh, that's good. <laughs> That'd be a good cup of coffee. <laughs> That'd be a good. I like asking um, a lot of questions. Name of your first pet. Um, the first one we owned was the cat named Snickers. Love that cat. Great cat. Movie you laughed the hardest. Man, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Billy Madison when I was a kid. That really tickled my fancy. Still does as a grown man. Movie you cried the hardest. Oh, uh, so I'm not a big movie crier. I think the one that I remember distinctly was uh, Free Willy. My dad, uh, my dad brought me to see Free Willy after ba- uh, like parent-teacher night. Mm-hmm. Uh, he left a thing on my desk that was like, "You've been doing good in school, boy. We'll go see Free Willy." Cried when uh, when when the kid had to say goodbye to the whale. When he jumps over yeah, him, he's on the rocks. Me. Yeah, it got me. I, I remember buying the tape and it had a little whale necklace. I had that when I was a kid. Uh, are you an early bird or a night owl? Oh, night owl, uh, man. Now. Now, Correct. early bird. Early yeah. bird. Um, what are your plans Naturally for? Actually, night owl. What are your plans for tonight? How do you do? How do you live like that? You can't anymore. <laughs> it's not a thing. What am I? What? What are your plans for tonight? Oh, uh, big plans. I am going to um, pick up my daughter from daycare and uh, make dinner and go to sleep. <laughs> it's perfect. It's really great. Um, Joe, um, where can the good people find you on the emails, the Instagrams, the Snapbooks? Any of the above. I can be found on almost all social media, I believe. Um, I'll be hanging out here at Push 511, Monday, Tuesday nights, 7.30, 6 a.m. on Fridays, most Saturdays. I'm pretty much here when uh, whenever I have free time, so come on by. Hang out. That's awesome, man. Joe, thank you so very much. Um, have a good day, buddy. You too, Jared. Oh, one last, last thing. sponsor? Yeah. Uh, Go see uh, Richie Rich from Warner Brothers uh, Movies uh, out this weekend. Go see it. Uh, Bring the kids. Warner Brothers Pictures, Richie Rich. uh, Really, really classic movie to see this weekend. This interview was brought to you by Richie Rich from Warner Brothers. Thanks, Jared. Thanks, Joe.